0: hello welcome to the valley view podcast episode 49 i i almost made a comment about this podcast age but i would have offended somebody <laughs> if i did uh my name is tyler and i'm here with matt and matt said he has a, a podcast self-reflection question to start this week
1: i do i do i'll, I'll hit you with that um, after i read the ad from our sponsor trophy ford from our sponsor oh. <laughs> Uh, episode 49 of the Valley View podcast
0: is being sponsored by Mike and Ike bite-sized candies. Oh, that's a pretty big sponsor. Yeah. Well, I feel like they might not be as popular as they used to be. I don't feel like I see them around quite as much.
1: Yeah. Are you uh, familiar with Mike and Ike bite-sized candies?
0: Uh, Yeah. That was why I said we got a big sponsor (laughs) this week. (laughs)
1: Uh, now is a good time for Mike and Ike bite-sized candies for 42 years. Both Mike and Ike have been satisfying afternoon snackers and kids in the car. Look under your floor mat in your car. There are probably a couple Mike and Ikes down there. So this is still part of the ad. This is not me editorializing. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Look under your floor mat in your car. There are probably a couple Mike and Ikes down there. And if temperatures in your area have been consistently, I'm sorry, have not been consistently above 90 degrees, the Mike and Ikes are probably not melted and still good. Probably. If you have any doubts, grab a new box at Cub or hy V. Now available in berry flavors, all red and tropical fruit, Mike and Ike exercise discretion and discipline when deciding how many to eat
0: you know I can't lie to you I am young still and when I was looking up I was trying to look up if Mike and Ike is still successful and I tried to find like the stock price like how much of a share of Mike and Ike is And yeah. then I realized that that's not how Mike and Ike works it's part of a bigger company
1: is it just born
0: I have no idea I didn't yeah. do that much research
1: okay I'm pretty familiar with um mike and ike's because i really like them and hot tamales same company that makes hot tamales don't like
0: hot tamales i think it's
1: called uh the just born family of uh Mm. that's just as in
0: j-u-s-t born maybe that's our real sponsor this week
1: yeah so if uh if you search for stock price for just born might be able to find that or maybe they're owned by a larger nah, I'm not going to do it <laughs>
0: it's not worth is it is that
1: beyond the scope of this podcast i think it might i be.
0: think so what was your podcast reflection well, question matt
1: see um in our line of work we are confronted uh from time to time with the value of being self-aware mm. right and uh, i think self-awareness is a good goal for every person would you agree Yes. Okay. Well, do you think it's good for a podcast to be self-aware also?
0: I mean, uh, a podcast is made up of people. So yes, I would say it is good for a podcast to be self-aware.
1: I just thought it might be worth taking a minute to get outside ourselves for a second and uh, do a self-awareness check. Like, how do you think we're doing as a podcast?
0: Um, Are we are we still having fun? Uh, that's the first thing I was going to say. I think we're succeeding because we're having fun. That's what we said on episode one. I feel like this should be like a, at the one year mark conversation. We're three weeks away.
1: Yeah. 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 I do. So think you're, we're you're suggesting fun. no self-awareness today.
0: Well, not that we're not, I mean, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm suggesting no self-awareness <laughs> now. I'm suggesting that we wait to have an extended conversation about how it's going until the one year anniversary. Good.
1: That sounds good. I think that makes a lot more sense. And if, um, we rem-
0: and if we don't remember, then maybe it's episode 53 that we talk about. It.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we could uh, say just in the last two minutes, we've had a good, we've modeled what it looks like to um, give deference to the other person who's part of the podcast. Like I made a suggestion. Tyler said, hey, wait a minute. Might it not be better to do it this way? And I said, yeah, actually, that makes kind of, that makes good sense. So I think
0: we've just displayed a good quality and I'm not sure what to call it. You said we, but. I feel like you displayed, like, kindness and deference, and I displayed aggression. <laughs> <laughs> See, we had a self-awareness
1: moment without even I guess I was aware. Of, yeah, to...
0: yeah, that's true. I The self-awareness was me noticing. Yeah, I was kind of aggressive about that.
2: <laughs> well,
0: I but was then a... again, sometimes self-awareness goes too far, because on episode two, you were talking about how arrogant you sounded, which nobody in the world thought except for you.
1: <laughs> that's why it's called self-awareness.
0: Well, I knew you you I were was... self-unaware.
1: <laughs> I felt like I was being arrogant, even if others didn't.
0: Well, I, maybe we'll move on now. <laughs> we're talking about Ephesians today, and we're going to do it first. And uh, then we'll finally rank the months of the year, as we promised like a month ago. Ooh,
1: okay. So, so did you rank them one through 12, your favorite to least favorite?
0: Yeah, I thought about okay. doing a tier list because I like those better, but mm-hmm. I was able to, for the most part, rank them mm-hmm. as months, mm-hmm. like as individuals.
1: Okay. How, do you think that ours lists are going to be similar or do you really have no idea?
0: Absolutely no idea. No idea. Absolutely no idea. Okay. Well, Everyone, there's... everyone's been telling me that as a result of this podcast, they're learning how different you and I are mm. like Emily, my wife, Emily was telling me about how the book podcast just opened her eyes to how different <laughs> we are, because you were like, Oh, I just love like, the feeling and, and, and the how this book makes me just like process the world differently. And I was like, I like this book, because I think it's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's probably when I was uh, talking about how much I love Moby Dick. I yeah. yeah, Yeah, I really do love to talk about that. On this podcast, but nah, not no, not today. Okay, not Let's talk today. about the book of Ephesians another time. There's a book in the New Testament called Ephesians. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think it's one of the more well-known or more popular books in the New Testament? I kind of feel like it might be. What do you think?
0: I think among people who have a level of Bible knowledge, they could say, "Yep, I know which letters are Paul's letters." Uh-huh. I think those people would be likely to have to, to see Ephesians. That's like kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you have any ideas why? I mean, I would say Philippians stands out too, and that's the book we'll do next. Um, Why do you think Ephesians has grabbed a hold of our hearts, maybe in ways that Galatians or um, Colossians or some of the, you know, Paul's other letters have not, is there anything about Ephesians that you could point to and say, this is why it's really grabbed us the way that it has?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I guess to, just to jump right into it. I mean, I think the that Paul's like doing some very foundational work in Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Like the the first half of the book, he's explaining the gospel and how it's for everybody. And then the second half of the book, he's talking about how to live in light of that. Mm. Like, it's like very yeah. like easily defined as like the first three chapters are the message. And then the last three chapters are the result, like what you should do.
2: Yeah,
0: um, And he, he weaves in like, Jews and Gentiles being one, like one body now in Christ, which is, Mm -hmm. was revolutionary then is still very good that we understand now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, it, it, and I think it, I guess to get a little bit nerdy about it, I think if like, there are some people who like to try to figure out which of Paul's letters, Paul actually wrote, which ones he maybe didn't write. Mm -hmm. And I think most people, regardless of how, uh, how much they want to take away from Paul, that most of them would not take away Ephesians. Like I think most people yeah. would would say, yeah, Paul <clears> wrote Ephesians, <throat> even if I don't think he wrote some of the other books with his name on them.
2: Yeah.
1: Why do you why do you think it's important to lay such a? I don't know. I'm looking for the right word. Why take so much time to lay a foundation in identity before moving on to like do this and live like this? Because, like you said, you know the first the first three chapters of Ephesians. So the first half, there's six, six chapters. First half is this is, this is who you are. This is what's been done for you. And then the second half, like you said, Paul is aimed at application, like therefore live like this. Um, Why do you think it's important to lay that foundation? And do you think we do an adequate job of modeling that in the church today? Because frankly, I'll show
0: my cards. I'm not sure that we do. (laughs) So This, okay, this is, this one, like, this one soundbite, I feel like needs to be explained. So when I say, when I say the words, I think belief is more core to who we are than action. What I'm not saying is that action doesn't matter. Right. Like, I actually just talked last night to the middle schoolers about how it's, like, really, like, with the way God's made us, it's really, 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 really good for us to confirm the things we believe by doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And to the point that, like, when it comes to faith like james goes we'll talk about james in a few weeks but james goes as far as saying like if the things that you believe don't influence what you're doing at all it's a reasonable question to ask do you actually believe those things Hmm. um but on the other hand if you're doing and doing and doing and doing without any like solid foundation or reason for it i mean you're really prone to burning out of doing that thing Hmm. and why wouldn't you be like, you, you're just mm-hmm. doing something because that's what you're told. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, mm-hmm. which, when we then, when you then mentioned like, how do we do in the church of modeling this? I mean, I think, I think a lot of churches are prone to being too results oriented. Yeah. Like uh, just like <clears throat> in the way that we raise our kids a lot of time. I mean, I don't have kids, but like in, in the way that we raise our kids a lot of times, so it's like, oh, you're being quiet and nice. Thus you're doing good. Or you're, you're being crazy and running around, thus you're doing something wrong. When in reality, like the, the kid who's being loud and running around could be just expressing like pure, genuine joy or pure, genuine emotion that they're trying to honor God with. Mm-hmm. And the kid who's sitting quietly could just be so full of like angst and worry and anxiousness and just yeah, for, for them sitting quietly is like the worst thing in the world, but they know like, oh, I should do this so that I'm, yeah, so that I'm appreciated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I think we could be way too results oriented. I mean, <clears throat> when you get to chapter
1: five of Ephesians, Paul's talking to husbands and wives, and he asks some really, really hard stuff of husbands and wives. I mean, asks is the wrong word. He, he commands, you know, with writing with the authority, under the authority of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, um, some really difficult things for husbands and wives. Um, wives submit to your husbands. Husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and laid down his life for her. Mm -hmm. Like this is super hard stuff. And I think it's really important to be firmly grounded in chapters one through three, before you get to chapter five of what has been done for you, namely Paul reminding the believer at the beginning of chapter two, like, but you were dead in your trespasses Mm -hmm. (laughs) and sins, you know, separated from God under, under God's wrath. Um, But God being rich in mercy made us alive together Mm -hmm. with Christ. So God took you from being dead to being alive.
0: Right. Because I, yeah, because I can be told, yeah, I'm supposed to love Emily and even be willing to die for her. And then you can add that like, like Jesus loved the church. But if I don't understand, if I don't have, like, I I can understand that I'm supposed to take that action, Mm -hmm. but the level of my commitment to that action is increased so much when I, when I understand the reason for it. Yeah. You know, that, that like, I have this belief and understanding that, Oh yeah, Jesus like actually did lay down his life for me when I didn't deserve it. So, so then the action that I'm called to makes a lot more sense in light of that.
1: Yeah. I, I have a suspicion that a lot of my problems personally and a lot of the church's problems in general church with a capital C, not just Prairie Hill Church with a capital C. A lot of our problems stem from not spending enough time reflecting on what has been done for us. <laughs> we we still think we're much better than we actually are, and um, just not taking time to reflect on and appreciate what God has done for us to, done for us in Christ.
0: I'm surprised that at the beginning of this, you didn't, typically you've been asking me, Tyler, what do you think of when you think of this book? But you didn't ask that this time.
1: Were you you prepared for was. I was
0: very prepared.
1: um, Tyler, what do you think of first when you think about the book of Ephesians?
0: If anybody who went to Coon Rapids Evangelical Free Church is listening, I think of six years because that's how long my youth pastor took to go through Ephesians when I was in youth group and after I graduated. Really? he started a chapter a year. Huh? Yeah. Or, or roughly. Yeah. He started like my ninth or 10th grade year and he didn't finish until I was a small group leader.
1: Wow. So this, this is not the main preaching pastor. This is your. No, youth this is my pastor. Youth pastor. Took six years. So some kids never saw the end of this thing.
0: I, I mean, yeah. If, if I wouldn't have come back as a small group leader, I wouldn't have.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I just got to ask since we're on the subject, what were the strengths and weaknesses of that approach?
0: Um, the biggest strength was that I had taking the Bible seriously, very, very clearly modeled for me. Hmm. The biggest weakness is that I was not at an age where I could take in that information. And so I don't remember much of it, <laughs> <laughs> but that's more of a that's me so problem. Great. That's so great. Um, but yeah, you, you can't, you can't walk out of that environment and think anything other than that your youth pastor really, really cares about the Bible. If he's spending a week to go through two verses because. Right. (laughs) Like, there's that much in those two verses that he was led to talk about.
1: Do you you know, like, if he got any pushback from students or parents on that approach? Anybody saying things along the line of, you know, gosh, we, you know, we love God's word, too. We love Ephesians as well, but
0: any, you know, maybe it's worth, you know, studying something else for a little bit you know (laughs) I guess I don't know because I I mean like I said I was a student and then I was a small group leader as we were finishing so
2: yeah
0: no I mean I know he hasn't like he didn't finish Ephesians and do six years on another book so yeah I don't know maybe he felt like it was time to move in a different direction but hey I I don't have any room
1: to speak I mean
0: I'm planning to take two years to go through
1: Luke you know preaching in Luke and I took three to go through John right
0: um, I took like three to go through John two and a half or three with the kids Ah, we're getting a phone call? I don't, Audrey's here, right? I think so. Yeah, the phone stops. You can't do that. I, I was ready for some more ASMR. <laughs> do we have anything else we should talk about with Ephesians? Have you already explained to me what ASMR is? No, I don't even know what it stands for. But basically, um, there's like a certain frequency that you can hear that kind of like makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. And some people really like that sensation. And some people really don't. <laughs> um, but ASMR is like people are things that make that happen. So, so it's like a person talking in like a hushed tone of voice, or sometimes they'll, you can do it with like people chewing. Um, yeah, like the, there are just videos that you can find if you Googled, yeah, ASMR, you could find videos of people making noises like that. And some people think it's like creepy and some people just really love the sensation. It just kind of depends on how you're wired, I guess. ASMR.
1: Um, we have been liking to read uh, just a a portion of the book that we're talking about and so um Tyler you can think about if you'd like to read something I am going to read Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 10 these are verses that um my wife and I memorized when we were uh doing a lot of work with the Navigators organization this is part of their topical memory system there's probably a lot of people that have memorized these verses for Sunday school and uh, so forth but this is what Paul writes, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
0: Yeah. So what I would read would be, uh, <clears throat> so I used to, you should keep it open to that page. So I used to have, ephesians 2 1 through 10 memorized i want to see if i still do i it was like two or three years ago that i did it so this might just be an embarrassment to me but That's
1: okay and if you want to read just give me tyler's version i've got the esb so if it's close oh, it's niv we'll so, accept it. yeah okay. so
0: what so this is we'll see how good i remember this okay This was ephesians 2 1 through 10 uh but you were dead in your trespasses and sins of which you once walked following the course of this world and following the prince of the power of the air The spirit who is now at work in the sons of disobedience among whom you all once lived carrying out the desires of your body and your mind, and you're by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind, but God being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us made us alive together with Christ by grace, you have been saved. It's like an interjection and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that we may know the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not a result of works that no one may boast. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God for him prepared beforehand for us to do. That's better than I thought it would be. That's not like perfect, but that's like way better than I thought I would do. That was really good. Um,
1: you really only missed one clause. Yeah. Um, but I think you made up for that by remembering all the times that Paul like adds like in In Christ Christ, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah,
0: He adds that like a lot more than you would expect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I'm going to say that's a net wash. Like, um, the one clause. Yeah.
0: What clause did I miss?
1: It was verse five, um, because of the great love with which
0: he loved us,
1: even Even, when we were dead in our trespasses. Yeah. See,
0: I know that, but I didn't know it then. Yeah. It's one of the times I think when Paul just his sentence goes on 10 verses so there's a lot of clauses to, to keep straight
1: that was really good really good tyler and ephesians obviously is a really good book it's a it's a treasure chest um it's um worthy of taking six years on and even longer
0: another good verse right? from it uh ephesians 5 18 don't get drunk with wine but be filled with the spirit yeah. good verse
1: yeah we just talked about that the other day talking about talked about it last night with the high schoolers
0: control of the holy spirit you know, talk about the months of the year?
1: Yeah, I see you've got a lot of envelopes over there. Is that because you are going to um, unveil your months, like pull them out <laughs> like of Like the envelope? NBA draft? Yeah, no, like...
0: no, I just am going to 19 or 20 grad parties this summer, so I had to buy all the cards. Ah, I see. I I had to have a system this year. I typically, this is my system. Um, if my parents are at a grad party, I'm not going to bring a card. <laughs> and I can't, I just, I, if I'm going to 20 grad parties, I need to do something to reduce the amount of <laughs> cards and letters. Say, and...
1: Let, let me uh, ask you a, a question that everyone is interested to hear a youth pastor answer. Oh boy. Like, how do you afford to go to all these grad parties for all the, your graduating students and like give them each a $25 Dairy Queen? <laughs>
0: uh, I afford it by giving them 10 bucks instead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I This is the first year I've really been thinking about it. I think because this is just a really big graduating class like our church has a lot of seniors this year and my brother's graduating so a lot of his friends are graduating and I just have a lot of other like random connections that happen to be graduating this year so this is the first year that I really like felt it but I mean I just I get all my cards from the dollar store and I I mean this year yeah if I'm giving you money I'm giving you 10 bucks so that sorry that there's not a surprise if you're a senior listening to this and I'm coming to your grad party I think that's very generous
1: um class of 2022 Big yep. class, mm-hmm. sounds like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Tyler and I, as promised, um, we sat down and decided, hey, you know, what do we, uh, how would we rank the months out of the year? Tyler, do you think anyone's interested in this conversation? Are they on their,
0: on the edge of their seats? Um, I When we mentioned that, mm-hmm. typically, you know, I always say like, DM me at poll votes Tyler uh-huh. at, at least like once an episode. Okay. Typically, I don't get any DMs. Yeah. But when I mentioned, like, we we're going to rank the months of the year next week, like, just in passing, yeah. I got, like, two or three people that sent me the rankings.
2: Okay. Well, so go. I
0: think some people are interested. Let's go. How do you want to do this? Um, maybe we do, like, go in sets of four and talk about them.
1: Okay. Start, so like, Start with our top four. Start
0: at the bottom four. Bottom four. Ah, yeah. okay. You want to get right. to the last one's the best. Okay. Um, so what are your what are your 12 through nine? So you
1: me start at the very bottom yeah. and work up to nine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my least favorite month is January. Okay. And headed up from there. I've got February, April, and
0: December. That's very close. My least favorite month is February, and then a uh, eleven is January, ten is November, nine is December. Uh huh. And for uh, you can probably listeners can probably see that we live in a cold state. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the reason that I put Janu- January above February uh-huh. is that so it's two reasons. Number one, January is the coldest month. So I'm all about, I'm a man of extremes. I like to say, I like when things are like as crazy as they could be. So the fact that January is like the coldest makes it better than February to me. Okay. And also January is, is more, you can like February is more insufferable because you're so ready for spring by then. Like, it's like the third month in a row where it's just bitterly cold, like every day and still snowing. That's There's no like, true. Oh, I love the snow. Cause it's winter break. Like, no, you're, you're past that. You want it to be warm again.
1: I think insufferable is a great word for February.
0: Yeah. So why do you have April in your in your bottom four? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the only one that's not winter that we yeah, have. Yeah, exactly.
1: There. I um I will I'll tell you the answer to that question once we do our top four because after I looked at my list, I realized there were two big questions that I would have for myself looking at my own rankings. Okay. And one of them is related to April.
0: Okay. So, so can then, I punt that till yeah, later? Let's move forward.
1: Okay. Uh, five through eight. Um, starting with number eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh,
0: so, uh, yeah. Starting with number eight.
1: Okay. So at eight, I have August, Ooh, okay. which is actually the eighth month, right? Yeah. Okay. At seven, I have June at six, I have July. And at five, I have our current month. I have May.
0: Okay. That's so a lot more different
1: working up. It's August, June, July, May.
0: I have a, a, I actually, I was coming at you for having April solo, but at number eight, I have April. So only two spots higher than you. And then seven, I have March, which is my birth month. Uh, six, I have October and five, I have May. So I also have May as five. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So um, I notice you have a lot of the summer months in there in the middle.
1: I do. My, uh, looking at the whole list, they break down pretty, um, well, it's no surprise now. I've got a lot of fall months at the top, uh-huh. summer and spring months, mostly in the middle and winter at the bottom. Just mm-hmm. the way it's going. But whereas yours are a little more random. It sounds like right you've got i actually I think, think mine are more month. stratified
0: like all four of the months that you would consider like coldest winter months are my bottom four uh-huh. december november january february what about your middle four give us those again uh april then march then october then may so i guess i have three spring months in the middle right there and okay. then one fall and one fall i i actually had a reflection on my list as a whole that i'll share as well but okay. so maybe we should do one through four
1: okay cuz i'm interested to ask you about october so here's here's my top four starting at four november march september october you really like
0: uh, my uh, birth month a lot more than me
1: <laughs> i do i do and i'll, I'll tell you why just so october is your number one october is number one mm-hmm. so from the top october september march november
0: okay and then yeah. for me four to one my number four is september and my number three is august my number two is june and my number one is july so mm-hmm. going down it's july june august september
1: so the your, the three summer months are, my are right there at the top
0: yep mm-hmm And yeah, that was my reflection that I noticed that like, I didn't really do this intentionally, but as I thought about the month that I liked the best, I really just started with July and then went on either side of it, Uh just going down. Like I liked, yeah, I like July better than June because, uh, it's just like pure summer. Like (laughs) the, the days are still long. Uh Um, it's as warm as you're not going to find any snow anywhere in July. And then June had the, had the, um, the slight edge over August because the days are the longest in June. I like long days. Um, and then, yeah, August, September, May, October, it just, it just each yeah. side of, and working down to January and February.
1: So would you say predominantly your list is weather dominated? Like the main criteria is weather?
0: Almost exclusively. Yeah. Because I like warmth.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, yeah. Okay. Maybe if I move somewhere that's like really hot someday, uh-huh. then maybe my list would change. But right now, like I just, I love the heat and I love summer. So you, you see that reflected in my rankings? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely so i had march at three and i had april at 10 yeah what's up so with that? i
1: looked at that and i thought why is march so high and why is april so low doesn't seem to make any sense yeah i don't and know why well, it you that? want to take a
0: guess um well you weren't born you have a kid born in march but you weren't born in march um what's going on in march anything significant oh okay is it it's because of march madness
1: march madness makes the whole month, you know, March, the tournament usually starts, um, you know, around the 17th around St. Patrick's day and it goes through the whole rest of March, you know, and selection Sunday is like four days before that. So once you get to like March 10th,
0: like basketball pretty much
1: wall-to-wall action whereas yeah
0: april is really like the sports doldrums exactly the the nba playoffs are just starting at the very end of the month so i guess if you really care about the nba that's an exciting time of year yeah but like baseball has just started like nobody cares about baseball at the beginning of the season you don't want to go to a baseball game on april 15th no and there's no football that's basically
1: that's why i decided april is so low there's like
0: nothing going on and it's so rainy typically yeah It's, it's rainy it's similar to february where like why is it still cold In Minnesota, like, why are there still days where the highs are in the 30s? Totally
1: that way this year.
0: Yeah. This year was so bad. April feels like a transition
1: month to me while you're waiting to get to May. Like, it's just not nice yet. March for me is a destination month because you Uh, finally have made it through February. It's March. It's a little bit nicer. You know, it feels a lot better than it actually is just because it's not February anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the tournament going on. I think that's a lot of fun. Some people may not care about the tournament, but um, March and
0: April are just so average to me. Yeah, I'm like it's not really warm, but it's not that cold. It's nice that my birthday's around, but like I don't hate them, but I also don't love them.
1: Yeah, and I love fall. I yeah. love fall, and which that, that was
0: that's... the next thing I was going to ask was about October. Yeah, because I have, I mean i I have the fall months a bit higher than the spring months, uh-huh. and for me that's pretty pretty severely because of disc golf. That um it's usually really dry in the fall, and it's usually really wet in the spring, and it's a lot more fun to to throw a disc around when it's dry. Um, And yeah, football season that helps as well. But why, why do you have all the fall months so high up there?
1: Um, I like the weather. Um, It's my favorite weather. I love like 60 degrees, Mm. you know, shirt sleeves, weather, uh, football games are going on. I love the smell of fall. I like the smell of burning leaves. Mm. Um, I love a a gray day in the fall when the the trees are, um, looking pretty, um, It's what the downside of living in Texas where we lived there for four years is they don't really have a true fall. I really like that about the Midwest is that you get a true fall experience.
0: I used to say that fall was my least favorite season because it would, it in Minnesota, it's cold and it's going to get a lot worse, but actually I've, I've (laughs) changed my mind a lot. I think fall is probably my second favorite month now because as I've gotten older, I've really appreciated the, like the fall aesthetic a lot more. And yeah, it, it's not that cold. It's perfect bonfire weather. Um, and yeah you can the leaves fall off the trees and you can just be being a disc golf fanatic you can just grind through courses so if we if we
1: looked at both of our lists like and decided combined what would our favorite month be what what is the month that has the highest rating on both of our the lists? highest
0: average rating would it be um,
1: september maybe i have september yeah, at two it and would you be. have it at four mm-hmm. okay because so. october
0: is one and six and september is two and four yeah So those actually have the same average rating, right? They're both rating of three. One and six. Yeah. Does that put you at three in the middle or three and a half?
1: And uh, two and four. Oh, so yeah. So September 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 is slightly better. Yeah. Okay. So the favorite month of the Valley View podcast we can affirm is
0: uh, September. Yep. And with that, we have to stop because you heard the alarm go off. So have a great week, everybody. See you. Next week, we'll talk about Philippians and something else. Who knows? Bye. Episode 50 next week.